Bring, 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 bring. Now entering this podcast. Ha ha! I'm back. Hello. It's been a while. And if you are new to this podcast, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, Sex Nerd Sandra here. And oh my goodness, it's the future. I haven't really released an episode in like two years, something like that. And uh, oh, I'm pumped and I'm ready. Um, let's see. So this is the start of a new era in this podcast. And it's going to be... It's, it's a it's an improv it's a little bit of an improv what i'm gonna try to do is from here on until valentine's day try and release a season an episode a week and see how it feels um and guess what i wasn't going to release an episode next week because it's the holidays and everyone's you know out visiting family and whatnot but i started a patreon and i announced it a little bit on social media and i already have over 90 people supporting me and i'll tell you right now I'm a one-person show, and the only way this podcast is going to continue on in the future is if people like you support me on Patreon. So I've decided to just go there. It's a platform where people can basically micro-support the artists that they appreciate um, so they can continue doing their craft. So podcasts are on there, artists are on there, musicians are on there. And so it's P-A-T-R-E, oh my god, I don't even remember how to spell it anymore, Patreon, why? All the things I'm thinking about, and I lost my ability to spell. Oh, yeah, it's like patron, but with an E in there. So P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sex nerd Sandra. And you can see my page and see if you want to be a part of it, because there's bonus episodes, like mini episodes where I talk about like personal stuff that I'm not going to share on the main show, because I never did. Uh, and then secret posts. And then there are goals. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm bombarding you. I'm so excited to see you. <laughs> okay, so I'm back. I'm excited. We just talked about uh, trying a season. Next week, I have a special episode that I'm just thought of today because I kept trying to think, how can I thank everyone who supported me in December before I even released an episode? Um, and I realized that there's one way that I think would be really fun. So uh, stay tuned next week. And that will be just because of all the awesome people who are already signed up on Patreon.com. Slash sex nerd Sandra. Ha ha ha. Okay, um, I'm looking at my notes. This is very exciting. Ooh, yes. We're back. And guess what? Forgetting all of the logistics, we're about to dive deep with somebody named Lady Cheeky. If you're not familiar with Lady Cheeky, you might remember L Chase from my body image episode. Well, Lady Cheeky is the famous alter ego of Elle Chase. Now, Elle is the author of um, Curvy Girl Sex, uh, 101 Body Positive Positions to Empower Your Sex Life. Elle is an activist, an author, a speaker, and she's hilarious. And as Lady Cheeky for the last eight years, she has basically provided uh, me smut and many people smut to enjoy on Tumblr. Now, some pretty massive changes are going on in the world, including uh, in the United States. Laws have been put in place this year that change the way platforms, social media, Facebook, etc. Um, can be sued if they have any sexual content that might be questionable around. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do another episode on this because I, I'm crap at explaining it. But the point is, right now... Tumblr no longer exists as a place for erotic imagery, and that um, has posed some pretty big problems. We're going to talk about that. So Lady Cheeky is awesome, 
and I get to talk to her about the very recent Tumblr porn ban. That's a big deal, turns out. I'm so glad to be back, and thank you for uh, showing up for this new dawn, this new era. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your guardian. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. I don't I don't know if you realize this. I'm just going to come clean. This is my first recording in like 2 years. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm honored. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah, I've been toying with my equipment and I did a, a practice sort of run where I noticed how much my brain stopped working a few weeks ago with mm-hmm. somebody just it was like a 10 minute talk about Mormonism <laughs> just for fun just <laughs> just for fun like you do yeah you know and I was like oh I need to get my shit together so oh. but this is the first time like I've driven to your house uh spoiler alert we're in your very we're in cozy and it smells so good in here <laughs> um and yeah I was like I want, want to show up to you and be a host and I but I have to be a host that I am now and not who I was like years ago. And it's yeah. really hard. <laughs> yes, I would imagine. But you know what? You're doing great. And I'm so glad you're back. Thank you. You're welcome. And it's good to start with you. Well, my goodness. <sighs> Thank you. Lady Cheeky. Lady Cheeky. Can we just have a moment to remember the LA <laughs> Weekly Blogger oh Award you won? <laughs> God, I was so nervous. We went to the award show together. Oh my God. Wait, I was so nervous and I fell getting up on stage. Did, briefly. And you're, it's not how you fall, it's how you get up again. It's how you get up again. God damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, that whole evening to me just felt like one big <laughs> social nightmare. So <laughs> we were surrounded by very pretty hotty toddy people. Very pretty, very hip. Very, very hip, hip people, oh. um, and uh, but uh, yeah, it was it, that. Yeah, it was like the only physical award I've ever won. Oh. <laughs> I actually have it. It's like my only physical award. What year was it? And it was for like blogger, like sex blogger of the year, something like that. Sex blog or something like that. It, uh, I think it was. I want to say everything is 2013. Okay. <laughs> but so everything to me is just 2013. All right. That's five years ago. And yeah. that was like, so Lady Cheeky. Okay. What is or what has been LadyCheeky.com and for how long? Lady Cheeky has been a, uh, a site for erotic images and porn. Um, and it was around for eight years. So I started it in 2010. And... Um, uh, as of two days ago, it's gone. Oh my god! It happened two days ago. I thought today was the first day where Tumblr no, was. It was Monday. It. Oh, you woke up and was like, uh, and here it is. I know. And my best friend texted me. I'm really sorry. I know this is a hard day, and I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. Aww. I know. It was really weird to go online and just see because I can see the stuff. I can see the you know the porn, but no one else can. So oh. I can see that everything's flagged. And it's just sad. So now I just have it going to lchase.com with like asking people to sign up to the mailing list so mm. that if we ever get back up, I can let everyone know. I can see you getting a little emotional about it. Yeah. Like just a little in the eyes. Like, yeah. No shame. No, shame. no, but no. Like- I mean, I was emotional about it. When I found out that it was going to go away, 
it was a shock because I didn't know. And someone just said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was, when I found out, I mean, I couldn't stop crying. I was hyperventilating. It's been a while since I've cried to hyperventilation, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I was a mess. Is that the day I texted you? Because I feel yes, like I just you heard did. it and I was like, are you, you did. okay? Thinking like, oh, no, I'm cool. And you're like, ah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm cool. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was just a mess all day long and you were very sweet to text me. Did you say eight years or ten years you've been doing this? Eight years. Eight years. Okay. I have to admit something. Mm -hmm. I, most of the time, so I, I feel I have an identity as a podcast host, as a science student mm -hmm. i don't know how that happened but that's my life now um as a sex educator mm -hmm. for adults and i most of the time i forget porn exists yeah. i just don't think about it i don't use it but then once in a while i get really horny and can't access my fantasies as well as usual yeah and guess where i go to porn lady cheeky oh you did yes thank you and I'm gonna say gifs. I don't say gifs. I say gifs. I say gifs too. <gasps> oh, so many listeners are gonna be like, I, I know they're gonna be very upset. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I did a goodbye uh, sesh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad. Aww. Yeah. I, and so now, as somebody who does not understand Tumblr, not that any of us really care about it anymore. Right. There's no porn on it, and a lot of like just anything kind of explicit or anything like LGBT related right. or gender related might be flagged as right. inappropriate. Like, um, I never really understood it. So okay. just, just a brief thing. So you would pull gifs that other people had made that were erotic and kind of spoke to body positivity and, and pleasure and expression. Of, like, uh, it sort of works like this. I mean, the platform works so that people, people get, um, pictures Yes. People get pictures and they it's like it's like a, a curated picture blog. And so people post and when you post, it goes to a big um, live stream of a dashboard. And if you follow those people, you can take their posts and put it on yours. So you can curate from your stream. So I would pick things that turn me on personally. Mm -hmm. And whenever uh, I would find something that was aesthetically pleasing mm -hmm. that had to do with a uh, marginalized community of some sort, I would post it as well. Mm -hmm. um, and that was the only time I would post something that maybe didn't turn me on, but I thought would be of interest to other people. God, I didn't know we had so much in common in terms <laughs> of our, what aroused us. Yes. Mm. Uncomfortable moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, okay. So that was one thing I didn't understand because I could never trace things back to the source. Yeah. And that was, and that's a continuing funkiness of Tumblr, but it's yes. also like kind of a fun mixed bag. It's a fun mixed bag. I mean, you know, the interwebs are, it's a new frontier still. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people have figured out, nor do they care to spend much time figuring out, um, piracy and, and, um, and who owns what, and mm -hmm. at what point does it become public domain, that kind of thing. I don't mm -hmm. know if that's what you were talking about, but... Um, Just as a consumer being like, where does this come from? Yeah, where does to, this come from? Exactly. I want to touch myself looking at more of this. I know. And then you find it's out, selfish. like, you know, it's done in a, in a dungeon in some far-off country that, you know... <laughs> Uh, not to bring the conversation down, but um, oh, that sounds kind of exciting. Yeah, if everybody's <laughs> down for it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, 
people are sexual all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. Um, Okay. So thank you for that. So yeah, just, I'm like, I feel about Tumblr the way I feel about Snapchat. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I'm going to put my old lady glasses on and try to figure this out. Um, But for you... This was a place that you had, what, 200,000 followers? I had more than 200,000 followers and almost 100,000 images. Wow. That's a lot of clicking. That's a lot of fucking clicking. How's your forearms? Well, they're not as strong as they used to be. (laughs) They're weak. Uh, And in one day, it's all gone. One day, it's gone. Yeah. I mean, I can still look at it, but which is great, but... uh, (laughs) No one else can. It makes me sad. It makes me sad, too. So there's... Okay, so I listened a bit to the Throwing Shade podcast, number 368, and they talked about how only two two or three podcasts have talked about this, hmm. like, like showing up at least in my search. Right. Um, Sex Gets Real with Don Sarah and hmm. Throwing Shade being two of them. And so I think there are other places that people have talked about, like, some of the sex trafficking legislature, right? Like, sister Foster stuff. Yeah, yeah. and and I, in a future episode, I'm going to talk about that. Yeah, um, with a lawyer. <laughs> but this isn't necessarily because of people confusing porn with sex trafficking, because because Tumblr was bought by Yahoo a while ago, yeah. and they've been kind of. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Okay. I mean, I think Sesta Foster the anti-trafficking um, law that has now been instilled. It, it, I think it led to a lot of sites and a lot of businesses being scared to, uh, to be in sort of a, uh, in a litigious position. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly. Uh, to get sued. Yeah. So Tumblr was uh, upset because Apple took them off of their um, right, their app was taken their down. Their app was taken down you because of... You can't get their app. You can't get their app because of child pornography. And... They weren't They weren't doing a good job. They weren't doing a good job of, of sussing out child pornography. Um, I never had a problem with it. I, I mean, if, if anyone like You even, don't have a problem with child pornography? Well, <laughs> thank you for clarifying that. Um, I never had a problem, you know, uh, sussing out what is child pornography and what isn't mm-hmm. for my site. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone that smacked of being looking young, I wouldn't post. Mm-hmm. Um, but at any rate, that is, I, and I think that is also directly um, correlated to this fear of of sexuality. Certainly, if you are able to come up with an algorithm that to get rid of female presenting nipples, which mm-hmm. is one of the things that you can't post on Tumblr, you can come up with an algorithm to suss out child pornography. That yeah. is my feeling. Or just put some effort into it. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Oddly appropriate. Oddly appropriate, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, for all the laziness that social media sites have <laughs> just like <laughs> kind of sat back and been like, eh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's only until... It's only when you can just be like no to all porn mm-hmm. does it suddenly become easy to yeah um, suss out like why why are they not working hard to take yeah. care of pe- kids and trafficked victims yes <laughs> yes exactly why are they 
why are they doing that? Why are they so lazy about that? And yeah. Then, and they're just like, let's just take it all down instead. It's mm. just like, mm. I mean, I was just thinking, you know, we want to get rid of um, anti-Semitic posts and, um, and hate speech. So no Jews and no black people and no brown people and no Asians are allowed on, on you know, Tumblr. That that would also be a huge problem. That would be that, a huge that, but problem. That's terrifyingly. I mean, does equivalent. that make sense? Yes. That it that it is that it it feels like it's getting closer to that. I don't see that actually happening, but I don't see that not being presented. Right. <laughs> Instead of getting rid of the violence, we're getting rid of any of the people who might be victims of violence. Right. <laughs> like that's yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 Ugh. But let's not, you know, freedom of speech, let's not, you know, take the Ku Klux Klan off. Because, you know, it's freedom of speech. Right. And that's where you kind of start to see the cracks in people's yeah. intentions yeah. in running these these companies, changing yeah. these policies. I'm going to look at my notes for a second. A doop doop boop boop doo. Oh. Hmm. Now, you said a phrase before we started recording that, mm-hmm. like, in my head kind of made me laugh. <laughs> the Craigslist situation. Yes. <laughs> and because to me... Just as a consumer, I've been in school a lot. Mm-hmm. I haven't been podcasting. I haven't been deep in sex ed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep track of some of the activism movements going on around sexuality and mm-hmm. and and gender. Um, but I don't necessarily pay a ton of attention. I, I'm all for se- sex work being legalized mm-hmm. and us like taking care of people's safety in the workplace. Right. Totes. But I'm not necessarily like I hear things about changes in websites and it yeah. wasn't until the tumblr ban i'm like oh fuck and then a yeah. whole bunch of things cha- policies changed on facebook yes which kind of got me onto patreon a little bit faster yeah but what is the craigslist situation well for those that don't know uh after sesta fosta was passed was that earlier this year that was mm-hmm. yeah i think it was earlier okay. this year um craigslist that had a very active personals section Mm -hmm. decided to take it down because that is a place where a lot of sex workers would um would find their customers their clients and uh also where my where a friend of mine found her husband yes me too i think we have the same friend i don't think so oh okay interesting interesting anyway Anyway, (laughs) um i've had much fun on craigslist personals (laughs) And I've met some very lovely people, mm. um, but they just got rid of all of, all of the personals, and because they didn't want to be sued, mm. and that was instead of really cracking down on it, on mm. you know sex work, whatever. Which again, just like you, I believe sex work should be decriminalized, and they should be able to uh, have uh, have safe work environments and all of that, but. Again, getting rid of the baby with the bathwater and not letting people sort of do what they want to do. It was a, it's a, it was a great place where you could go to explore your sexuality, to get laid, to have a one night stand, or to date. I mean, it was a really, it was a really great space. Sure, was it filled with creeps and and you know whatever? Yes, but so is OkCupid. So is Christian Mingle. <laughs> so is you know. <clears throat> Oh, I hear Whatever. Tinder has a lot of sex workers on it now. Oh, good. Well, that's what, that's what a guy know. was telling me, and I was like, oh, well, at least in the good. LA area. But how can Tinder do it and Craigslist can't do it? I don't understand the difference between the legality of it. Oh, I think it's just a matter of time before that's cracked down yeah. too. It's just like w- people are gonna people are gonna try and make their living wherever they can yeah. until they can't anymore, and then move move along. Yeah, because you just get keep getting kicked out of places. Yeah, but anyway, 
Ugh. So Craigslist situation. The Craigslist situation. So I think with that, with SESTA-FOSTA, with all of these new regulations on on sex and language mm-hmm. about sex, going into, like you were saying, Facebook, and um, I'm, I'm just waiting for Twitter to <clears throat> drop a bomb. I think it all has to do with that same fear of, of what about the children, of pearl clutching, of um, sex being perverted or shameful in some way. And I feel like we're going backwards now, um, back to the 50s almost, where we weren't able to express ourselves mm-hmm. um, sexually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I don't know, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I get kind of into a, an emotional place of just being super bummed out. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, listen, I started Lady Cheeky while I was discovering my sexual template, for lack of a better term, um, what I like sexually. And without that outlet, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, A, if it would have happened in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't all that healthy in my life, mm-hmm. but I mean, the the searching for porn that excited me was healthy. Yeah, it's inspiring. It to is inspiring. Recognize something in myself in an imagery or movie. Like, there's something that lights me up about that. And of like course. when I go to your site, yeah. I didn't have to like sift through a bunch of really gnarly videos just to get to like these wonderful images of like that's hot. I didn't even know hovering over someone's face could be right. Oh, that is. I am inspired. I am inspired by this. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't know that, you know, I identify as a cis straight female, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that I found, you know, lesbian porn highly erotic. I didn't know that I liked um, certain aspects of, of kinks, of BDSM. I didn't know any of these things until I was able to look at Tumblr and go, oh, what's happening to, oh, I'm interested in that. It makes me really sad that that outlet is gone now for people. Where do people go? Where do where do teenagers go? Where do people um, who don't know anything about anything but just know they have these feelings inside? Where do they go to to discover what makes them happy and what fulfills them sexually? Mm-hmm. It's it's just it. It just kills me. It kills me to think about. You're smiling in that angry way. I am smiling in that angry way because it's just so ridiculous to me that. I mean, years ago, I did this interview for um, for the Today Show, oddly enough. Mm -hmm. And it was the story about this school in Northern California that had gotten this new health book. Mm -hmm. And it described what kink was and BDSM was. And the way it described it was very basic. It was like reporting, like the news. Great. It was was impartial and complete reportage. But everyone was getting up in arms about it because you don't talk to teenagers about that. And this this was for high school. Mm -hmm. And my point is, if you're not going to tell them about what's out there, then you're going to have to do it at home. I mean, if you're not going to let the school do that, you're going to have to do it at home. And I think we all know nobody does it at home. And if they did, 
do they know about kink? Do they know about BDSM? Mm -hmm. Do they know the healthy way to go about it? Mm -hmm. What, uh, you know, um, it's, it's just such a, um, a void that is left by Tumblr. Right. I, uh, yeah, so I looked at, so you have had some awesome media coverage. So you were in yeah. the New York Times about this. I was. And Nightline came here and shot and interviewed you. Yes. You were on Nightline. I was on freaking Nightline. Holy moly. That just blew my mind. Yeah. Hey, I got to update those bios. Oh, yeah, update those bios. <laughs> um, but both those pieces that I looked at, um, Courtney Trouble and Stoya were both mentioned, both adult performers, and and I so I appreciated that through them, it was mentioned. Oh, wait, Courtney Trouble, I don't know. Maybe I'm mixing it up. Courtney yeah. might have been throwing jade. Basically, both of those performers have been mentioning. You can't just take away the eroticism. You have to add more information, and that's what sex ed for, especially for adults, we've been talking about yeah. for years. Is you've got to add more to the conversation, more mm -hmm. into society, not take away all of it. Right. And so what you're saying about the health book and the kids not even getting the basics at home or like no foundation, no foundation anywhere. Well, it leaves them no outlet and no opportunity to get the correct information. They're going to get it from the porn they find and consume elsewhere, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And if there is no alternative to mainstream heterocentric porn, it is it is detrimental to uh it's it's detrimental to someone's sexuality that doesn't fit that slot if that makes sense it, it, it's it for anyone who doesn't identify as a cis heterosexual male which mainstream porn tends to make their porn for right. you're going to feel very alienated you're going to feel like maybe you're maybe what you're doing is wrong all these things have an opportunity to germinate yeah and um and at least with tumblr and with porn that's done uh like courtney troubles like pink and white productions louise shine um erica lust all these different um sort of indie porn companies you can get uh a broader spectrum of what sexuality is. But if you're forced to learn what it is from pornography, um, from the tube sites, you're just going to, um, you're just gonna have more of an opportunity to confuse oneself about what, what authentic sex between two people can be. It gives you one idea of what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, I. I'm reminded of I've been asking myself a question just about mainstream movies because now mm -hmm. we you know we've gotten in the last couple of years things like Furiosa you know Fury Road and mm -hmm. you know, the Wonder Woman movie and just and all those warriors at the beginning like training uh, like yeah. I, was, I got I mean I cried yeah um, yeah because I hadn't seen that stuff before and we're getting more and more um, non male because it's not just women it's also right. just like non binary people mm -hmm. being in places like playing the hero mm -hmm. for me I'm realizing. Like, for my whole life, I've been around guys being like, you haven't seen Goodfellas? Like, you haven't seen Braveheart? And, and I just like, yeah, is it just because, yeah. like, it's not that I want rom-coms. I just, and now I have the, the question formed, which is, that's not for me. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't made for me. Mm -hmm. What's for me? Mm -hmm. It doesn't speak to me. No. And I think of that with porn is just, most of my life, I would see, you know, 
trailers and people talk about things like gangster movies and heist movies mm-hmm. overall i mean maybe i just also am not really interested in like criminal activity maybe right <laughs> but, right, right. But, but like they're just there was never a hook for me because it's wanna, all yeah it's all wanna, fantasies about men being uh really fierce and going in the world and doing things and it just never identified with that deep in their toxic masculinity <laughs> yeah i just it nothing inspired me yeah. or made me feel empowered or good about those yeah. stories so i just never sought them out um so when you're talking about this i just think yeah if i just watched like gonzo and just the just sort of like the main like Pornhub main landing mm-hmm. page like even women on women porn is often like what would arouse yeah. a cis male yes libido it's not necessarily arousing to me right um well that's that was the beauty of Lady Cheeky and about Tumblr was that you could go there and see yourself in the porn yeah like I didn't but I didn't analyze it like that like no. I was just a user and I would just go to your site of and just course. be like I feel suddenly good and alive right mm-hmm. now instead yeah. of kind of invisible and unseen and kind of just trying to find myself a little bit in whatever people are making well like we were talking about before you know you don't know what you don't know and if it doesn't exist you don't know that it doesn't exist right and so by having it exist just like any sort of if you think about it any good art form you know Mm -hmm. you don't know that a beautiful painting is so beautiful and that it it exists hanging in the museum until you actually go to the museum Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with porn and finding um porn that speaks to you and that arouses you and that actually challenges you Hmm. is uh is getting harder and harder to find yeah at the stroke of a a fingertip. Clever. Clever girl. I was hoping you'd pick up on that. I sometimes I find myself offended when people say clever girl and then I realized, oh, you're calling me a velociraptor. Okay. So I I don't remember if I even admitted this. Maybe it was just really loud in my own head, but I kind of oh, please don't be okay, this might offend you. That's okay. I kind of don't care about any of this. Yeah, that's okay. I kind of am like, whatever, it'll show up wherever it's going to show up. And But until the next time I get horny and I'm looking for something yeah. and I have to kind of go through a website that has a ton of stuff that's kind of yeah weirds me out a little bit or like feels kind of oppressive or depressing. Yeah. It, and I know that your site was more women than men would reach out to it. Like it a was 60-40, non- yeah. Yeah. A lot of non-male people were reaching out for yeah. your, your work. Um, and plenty of non-binary people were yes. getting their, their porn and inspiration and connecting with other people on Tumblr. So right. it's not just your site. But um, just the center of why should... I don't need to force anybody to care. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't care until I start thinking about it and realizing it's like if you don't speak up for when they take away the Tumblr porn, and if you don't speak up for when they take away the Craigslist right. ads, eventually, and because y- you do a lot of work in sex ed mm-hmm. as, as El Chase. I'm, yes. I'm not going to say your other name, El Chase. <laughs> Lady ahead. Cheeky, El Chase. The same, the yeah, same Super, person. Superman is Clark Kent. Ah! <laughs> um, I don't know about how you experience how people reach out for your work, but for me through the years, like whether I was doing a lot of workshops or whether I was podcasting, people would tend to reach out, ask questions and connect with me because they were going through a divorce Mm -hmm. or because they realized that their religion is no longer serving them and Mm -hmm. they're feeling like afraid and confused about their eroticism Mm -hmm. or 
they just started dating again or like they just had a baby and now they can't figure out their vagina yeah. you know like lots of uh, life transitions and so the thing is, is that people often in my my experience don't actually seek out the work that we do either in curating a porn that's mm-hmm. inspiring or the sex ed until they're in a vulnerable position right. and when that happens we don't tend to be super good at using our analytical brains when we're feeling emotional or vulnerable Mm-mm. right we're a little fight or flight right we're just trying to find somewhere safe and when that hits eventually there's not going to be a lot of places to go and what you find on the internet becomes like we're back in the early 90s when yes. it's a bunch, of, a bunch of like scary pervy sites and like terrible information yes because i may not be allowed on facebook much longer yeah me either yeah and you had you posted something about Facebook where you couldn't, like, you tried to share the link, but, like, posts were, like, automatically not allowed to be shared. Yeah. I, I have some. That was a Instagram. An Instagram. Okay. I mean, same company. So, I, there was a, um, there's a site, uh, there's a Instagram account for a, um, you know, for, for, dildos and sex toys and all that kind of stuff and they had been sort of flagged unbeknownst to them Mm -hmm. that they weren't going to be able to reblog certain things and they found out only because they tried to reblog something of mine and they weren't allowed and they they you know went into it and discovered that there were a lot of sex ed and sexually um, related but safe for work Instagram sites uh, that had that same problem. Mm. Um, so it's just starting to happen. I swear to you, it's like the Handmaid's Tale. You know, there are, there. it's just these little things here and there, and they're going to eventually end up uh, being like, wow, why didn't why didn't we smell, smell the gas before? <laughs> why didn't we see the canary in the coal mine? And so while, you know, Joe Blow walking down the street is like, oh, well, Tumblr, you know, well, it's their business, private business, you know, they could do whatever they want, or it is more of the trend of cutting off one's own um, access to uh, free expression. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. I mean, we're very lucky that we've grown up in a society pardon me, that freedom of expression is just sort of second nature. I mm-hmm. grew up as a hippie, so we would go to, you know, protests and, and all of that kind of stuff. And it never, ever occurred to me that this freedom would be taken away. Yeah. And now it has been. And it's kind of like, wow. So that really can happen. While everyone else is worried about something else, this happens in the background, and soon it's just right in front of your face when you need it yeah i i don't feel like i'm making sense oh you are making sense you are making sense um your folk your focus on the freedom of expression i still feel so abstract about that Mm -hmm. because i have grown up in a place where you kind of just live your life and i i just i mean i've lived a whole life of my head pretty far up my own ass like Mm -hmm. i really (laughs) like Doing sex ed has definitely opened me up to mm-hmm. like ableism yeah, and, and racism in insidious ways and how that plays out in who we date and how we look at some people as sexual and some people as not, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, 
fat phobia like all yeah. of that stuff i really wasn't that savvy like i listened to an episode of mine from like 2012 and i was like oh my god like <laughs> i am so offended by myself <laughs> um but so like hearing that censorship's happening doesn't really get my blood up mm -hmm. what really i think because my lens is more uh public health i've always been mm -hmm. deeply passionate about public health and access to ability to have a long and and healthy and vibrant life mm -hmm. if you choose that right like access to places to go jogging mm -hmm. if you can jog that right. have healthy air you know right. like that to me is really important and access to birth control if you need that mm -hmm. like that's severely important so like censorship for some reason i guess because i've had such an so much of it mm -hmm. like if i have a mountain of oreos and you want to take a, away a little bit of my oreos like fine yeah but i feel like there's so much of it i don't realize how many of my oreos are being taken away right now right like i just have no concepts i'm a little slow to the game i think you give up so many oreos you don't have any left for yourself or not enough to satisfy you oh that's just sad that's like two yeah. oreos i know the mountain's oreos. gone so yeah um, so hopefully in the next couple of years, I guess my, I think my point is that if anyone's listening, if anyone's listening, I'm sure like at least five of you are listening. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know what to tell someone cause there's no, there is hope here, which is just whenever some, like you said, like, what about the children? Right. If you say, what about the children? What about the sex slaves? Yeah. Non-consensual sex slaves. Yes. Pardon me. Yes. Non-consensual. One kinky person. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what you would say. I'm curious what you would say. But to me, it's whenever somebody is yelling, what about the children? What about the sex slaves? Just think, what are you, tr what are you trying to hide behind that very loud yelling? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you, what are you really caring about? Because a lot of the, what about the children? The children are fine. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Yeah. You know, I'm not a parent and I don't know instinctively what that, you know, hold your hands over the children's ears and over their eyes you know, sort of uh, instinct is. I think people are afraid they're going to ruin a person. They're like, going to, you know, they're going to make a pervert out of somebody. <laughs> and it's like, mm, out of all the things you can be, pervert's not so bad. <laughs> I'm a pervert. So, uh, but. And you can't make a pervert that way. You know, no, <laughs> trust me. Um, it, it oh, now I lost my train. I'm thought. so sorry. No, no, no. I, it's not you. It's it's my perimenopausal brain. Um, what was the question? Oh my god. Yeah, I my dissociative amnesia just totally killed me right now. <laughs> I was really passionate, and then like that like turned off my front brain. Um, <laughs> oh, well, to me, it's about access and mental health. Ah, access. Mm -hmm. Access, I think, is the key. And once. Once we give up or let access to a certain area that we've always had access to go away, it is so much like pulling a thread or pulling a piece of yarn on a sweater. Everything starts to unravel because if it's that easy to get rid of access to clean air, to not care about um, global warming, look how easy it is for our yeah. current administration to just get rid of things. Very easy for them. Mm -hmm. And look how long it took us to get to where we were before the current administration took effect. I look at SESTA-FOSTA that way. Like, once it got in, once it got locked into law, I feel like we're screwed. Because who is going to vote to repeal an anti-trafficking law? Yeah. And there's going to be not enough money behind the people that want to uh, talk about how it's written. 
mm-hmm. and what it actually does. Mm-hmm. And even even politicians that I love, like Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. they were for SESTA FOSTA. And they're smart people. She's mm-hmm. a smart person. She's a liberal Democrat, smart person, and r- must have read that law and was like, yeah, it's fine with me. Yeah, I mean, we were. I covered this in the the sex work episode mm-hmm. with Susie Q a, a while ago. I think that's where we talked about it. But we need sex workers mm-hmm. to be legal and safe so they can report when they see sex trafficking happen. Mm-hmm. Like they are our first fucking defenders for sex trafficking. Yeah. It's also. It is also. And I'm going to sound like conspiracy theorist here, but it's also a, a war against women because who are most of the sex workers? They're mostly women mm-hmm. and they're mostly now having to go out on the street and you take away any sort of haven for them and you take away um, what little safety they had, what little agency they had over who they see and how they conduct their business. And um, you bring fear into the mix of being arrested or stigmatized, shamed. Because think about it, when, you, when someone is caught with a sex worker, they're not shamed, but the sex worker's shamed. The mm-hmm. sex worker goes to jail, usually. Mm. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, usually, I don't, I don't remember the statistics of it, but usually it's the sex worker mm-hmm. that bears the brunt of... Um, of the law, right. as it were, than the uh, person participating in it. Yeah. yeah, and I know people have lots of opinions. Yes, sorry, and feelings. we're getting into a sesta fosta instead yeah, of. Yeah, a- I mean, no, it's it's important. It's all related. Yeah. I mean, the <sighs> taking away people's ability to make make money and feed themselves is not really a good idea. No, <laughs> generally. Um, and and yes, like from a very small age, like as a child, I was like aggressively into like, we need to fight sex trafficking. Like as a child, yeah. I was like, this seems very important, like in the 80s. Yeah. Um, but I think getting just kind of bringing it around because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm pretty saturated right now. Like mm-hmm. we've had a very passionate conversation mm-hmm. and just as like a like I'm, I'm really getting the hosting like, <laughs> training. Wheel. I, OK, I my brain is like starting to like not work and uh-huh. we're like. 37 minutes in. I know you need to go. That's okay. Um, well, I appreciate that. I'm just looking at my notes. I think I kind of just want to talk briefly about the fact that, yes, Facebook has changed it. I wanted to write down, uh, on Sex Gets Real, Don read out the policy changes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, have you looked at the policy changes? I have. I don't ask me to quote them. No, 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 no. I wrote down some of them. So, because yeah. I'm on Facebook, and yeah. I know a lot of people aren't. They, they, you know, they might be more on Snapchat or they might be more right. on Instagram. Like I'm, I'm more on Instagram, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting. I so I just started Patreon. Yeah. I don't have people encouraged you to be on there. Are you on there? Uh, no, no one's encouraged me, and I am not on there. Okay. Yeah. I know that Patreon. The people who run Patreon are deeply sex positive. Okay. Great. And they have to handle a lot of laws from a lot of different countries. Mm-hmm. And they have to, I like, I've, I get some of the inside stuff. Patreon is a place where you can help support creators like musicians and right. artists and stuff. Um, and podcasts, lots of podcasts are on there. Mm-hmm. And so like, I have, I just started it and people have been so wonderful. And I, yeah, I, I'm shocked. I already have like 80 patrons. That's great. That are willing to support my work through, you know, long term. I'm like kind of emotional about it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm emotional about it like, yeah. in a good way. But part of why, 
like I would have liked to have done this in January, but it's December right now. Right. And I started because Facebook changed their policies and I realized that I might, I mean, I have had the luxury mm -hmm. of being protected by a large new media company mm -hmm. for many years that I'm right. no longer with. Right. Um, and I'm an independent person now. So while PayPal has never frozen my money. Right. And while my banking has never been threatened, mm -hmm. while I've never had been in Facebook jail, right. which a lot of colleagues, people who share sex ed work, yeah, you'll get their accounts frozen. I'm just as susceptible now as everybody else yeah. who does this work and talks about sex yes. to be frozen. So that's why I was like, okay, if I can't be this anywhere else, if you care about my work, fucking just give me a dollar on Patreon so I know what your friggin' email address right, is. Right, right. Um, I don't know. I, I have no idea about how porn works on there at all, or if at all, but I guess... If I say something on Facebook, like post art with suggestive poses, or there are groups like are you part of i'm of course you're on groups on facebook like, yeah i'm like, i'm i'm part of many many sex related groups okay and if somebody posts like i'm part of a polyamory group where people will post like sexy sunday photos mm -hmm. like that technically is against policy now right but i wonder if it's protected because it's a private group or i don't know be? i don't know either one flag and it could all go but now i remember what you were referring to before, I did get flagged on Facebook uh -huh. um, for a post about Lady Cheeky going away, and it was a avatar of a close-up of my breasts in a bra, mm -hmm. not see-through oh, yeah, bra. Yeah, your avatar, yeah, yeah, my avatar, which has been my avatar for years. Um, it was flagged because of that, not because of content, but then there's advertisements for bikinis exactly. on Facebook. Exactly. So it's not it's. If you're gonna do it, just flag all of it. Like, why you gotta be picky? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, that's frustrating. It's um, yeah, it's really frustrating. And I feel like people who are just living their lives and might post like a cute photo of them at the beach, nobody may realize it until suddenly their account is frozen, right. and then suddenly maybe their cousins will get mad. Yes, maybe, maybe. You know, maybe, and then people forget about it. And they move on with their day, right? And they don't realize what a pervasive issue this mm -hmm. is. But like, I was looking, so I'm looking at my list. Like, you can't even mention like you're a bottom. Nope. Like, not even a joke. Nope. Not Comedians even a joke. are going to be affected by this. Comedians, you can't even make a joke about sex work. You can't, because that would violate policy. Now, yep. as of December 2018, that mm -hmm. is no longer something that's allowed on Facebook. That's right. Um. Yeah, where do we go? And it's not yeah. even like, where do I go? Like, I don't really care about my own self-expression. Like, I love mm -hmm. interviewing you. I get at some point I may have to change from Libsyn because Libsyn might have a policy change. Mm -hmm. I get that iTunes may no longer want to right. uh, show that my show exists. Like, I get that it's gonna might get more and more restrictive. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is getting to some handmade tale shit. Like, you totally called it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think what really frustrates me is that the person who's 21 years old about to get married mm -hmm. and a little freaked out mm -hmm. won't be able to find the resource that is some of the interviews I've done with people who could really help them. It's, it's so, so, so true. It is. Um, my friend Emily has a podcast and she has a radio show on Sirius sex with Emily. Right. And I've been listening mm -hmm. to it. She gets a lot of people from, you know, middle America. Um, that is her, demographic 
and people call up with things that are that that are basic questions that mm-hmm. if they searched for it on the internet um I did a cursory search the other day and they would get so much wrong information yeah. that it is it it's a good thing that she's around mm-hmm. to give information to talk to these people um where they're at mm-hmm. and to give correct accurate sex information too um without having access to different non-vanilla identities tastes all that kind of stuff um where do these people go to find information Mm. um is the equivalent of going from a really yummy well-educated um like sex store with like warm helpers and like Mm -hmm. cool toys and good lighting to like the creepy seedy places where by the freeway is jacking up in the corner yeah exactly (laughs) and an arcade and it's it it it, with more freedom of of expression comes more control over um over what the less and what the novice can consume does Mm -hmm. that make sense say it again with more freedom of expression become we we get to have more control over what the novice can um can digest can consume okay like instead of going from zero to 100 and suddenly like you're like getting tons of pops up of of porn that you really have like images that are really upsetting Mm -hmm. you can have like a little moosh bouge as a novice a little moosh bouge i mean my particular site lady cheeky was really geared toward um arousal as -hmm. opposed to um just get off and a lot of what's out there is is geared toward getting somebody off immediately right you're going straight to you're going straight 100 miles per hour and i was more interested in the arousal process the foreplay the stuff that you can look at with your partner that is going to ramp you up in order to have uh any sort of connective or fast or hot sex you want to have. You're making me so sad. Like, yeah, you'd, you'd capture these gifs of like a look, a grab. A grab. Just a moment of pause. A moment of pause. <laughs> and yet I would also post hardcore porn sometimes yeah, because yeah, everyone yeah. has moods. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. But you just, you want a vast a variety of diet. Yeah. Like I'll scroll, 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 scroll and I can go right past the thing that I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Oh my God, oh that my thing God. lights me up. I am so aroused. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I know. I love those looks. Love uh, those moments. All those moments. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I grew up sexually on Tumblr. Mm. And uh, now I can't anymore. I mean, I actually think somebody somewhere is going to come up with a social media platform that will do something similar to Tumblr. Um, I I hope I'm right, because otherwise, you know, where do we go? Yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it, I here's one reason I get so mad. Like, I don't have a strong need. I, I want to be able to survive and feed myself, right? Like, yes. I want like basic survival and you know being able to like connect with people in my life that I care about. Like, I just want like. Oh, liberty and happiness for all, or whatever right. the f- oh. you know, American stuff. Right. Um, freedom in sex and in kink kind of communities, 
the gathering places for for activities or like being in a place where you can have kinky activity yeah you're often really vulnerable to whoever the landlord is yeah and so like there's a swing club in los angeles called club joy yes and i've never been to a party i, I get their newsletters yeah. but they have to constantly move locations because the landlords are constantly kicking them out or there's a zoning issue or there's mm -hmm. like legality like everyone's freaked out about it right and so it's kind of like the internet version of that where yeah but then you're really susceptible to people who own the the platform mm -hmm. about whoever comes next who tries to be the next tumbler is what if they're kind of abusive or what if they're kind of yeah. screwed up like you're really vulnerable to whoever has the power Oh yeah, and the infrastructure. Well, I mean, there there are tube sites now that are going. We welcome, we welcome you, Tumblers. You can start an account here. Mm -hmm. But the thing that was great about Tumblr is that you could take from all these different kinds of um, people's tastes. You could curate. Mm -hmm. If you're doing it from a porn site, a porn um, tube site, you're really only curating from the stuff that they have put up there. It only benefits them, and it's all mm -hmm. the same stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of repetition. There's a lot of repetition. And so if those are the people that are going to be coming up with the new Tumblr, mm -hmm. um, it, 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 does, it does a disservice to us all. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I'm like, why yes. did I bring up landlords? Oh, oh, realizing that part of being financially stronger in my life mm -hmm. in like the long term is I don't want to have to rely on other people owning the spaces. I If I want to create a space yeah. for connection, I want to be able to own that space. Yeah. So I have to actually make money in yeah. order to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm really frustrated with community collapse. I'm calling it community collapse. And so that's, this is like a different thing. Yeah. But it's parallel to yeah. when platforms drop out. It's like I, I need to own the place that I create. Yeah. And magic. No, that that would be that would be the ideal. Yeah. But I think the reality of it out there is that the people that are going to do they're going to make platforms like that or are going to own those spaces that are big enough are the people who are in it for money. Yeah. And and that that is a reality just right now, mm -hmm. you know? Maybe that'll change and and for some of us uh, that get to be, that are lucky enough to be able to have uh, a uh, abundance of income to be able to start our own places. Um, it it just can't. I don't know why am I being such a naysayer right now. It just feels like it can't compete with with the avarice of of industry. Yeah. You know what I love, though? As yeah. much as we try and imagine what the future will bring, mm -hmm. none of us know. No, we don't know. And we don't so, fucking know. <laughs> and so, like, part of me is, like, such a bummer. And then part of me is like, you know what? I'm kind of excited yeah. to see out of this struggle what emerges. Mm -hmm. You know, like a phoenix from the ashes. Phoenix from the ashes. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm in this space right now because yeah. it's the week that I lost my sight. Of and course. I'm just feeling like they're all against us. And they all just, you know, they want to go, you know they want to have recipes and yeah. and kitties on on all the social media streams yeah. but well for for now where can people celebrate your work and, and enjoy what you what you got going on thank you uh lchase.com e-l-l-e chase.com mm -hmm. there's a lady cheeky page where you can sign up for an email uh list that i will not abuse <laughs> um and you can follow me on instagram and twitter the lchase awesome lady cheeky still has lady cheeky on twitter 
And I, I just have to plug your coloring book. Oh, thank you. Yes. I always forget the coloring book. Because it's so sexy. And I mean, I get that. So I would love to, if yes. I can, release this this week. Just because it's so oh, timely. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, well, it's, it's, for me, it's a big deal because it would be the first of yes. my first season of coming back. That's great. I, I embrace that I feel warm about it and also fearful. Yes. I embrace all of myself <laughs> as I, love I have that. to. I love that about you. Thank you. <laughs> it's a new skill I have to survive. Um, so... It is before Christmas. And I mean, we yes. still have like two weeks of like kind of the window where it's still cool to hand somebody a present. Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> for yes. any reason. Where you don't feel like you've forgotten everybody. Yeah. And there's something so sexy about your. Thank you. Coloring the coloring books. books, the not safe for work NSFW coloring books, um, totally curvy coloring book and the NSFL totally naughty coloring book. You can get it at shevibe.com. Mm-hmm. Um, What's great about them is that I took inspiration from the Lady Cheeky site. So um, I believe that all of the illustrations in there are incredibly hot and uh, speak to real connections between people. And the totally curvy one is fantastic because it's all curvy people, mm-hmm. men and women, and a mixture of your average, you know, size person and a curvy person and all different sexualities and um, gender expressions. And... Uh, it's just a great, fun gift to get for people, I think. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, so at SheVibe.com. Yes. This is something that I'm very excited about is because I have to keep it simple. <laughs> I would rather not have any ads or like have to mm. have sponsorships at all yeah. and just be supported through Patreon. Yes. So all I only honor the people who are supporting me pr- independently, Right. which means... I don't have as much stress now about yeah. highlighting things like she vibe. Yeah. Right. They do very cool graphic art type art yeah. and sell sex toys and do cool things. I can just mention toy companies that I yes. think are cool. That's and right. I don't have to worry about the politics of it. That's right. And so, cause before I got, when I would talk about toys, I'd feel weird. Like where do I send you to go? With yeah, I don't yeah. care anymore. I'm going to send you to places that are cool. That are cool. Yeah. And if, I hear about a promo code, I'll let you. Yeah. I'll yeah. let you know, but like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just going to do my thing. I think that's smart. Anyway, and I like that. So I feel really good to be free to just highlight your coloring book. Thank you. Like, I open it and I'm like, <gasps> oh, I'm so <sighs> glad. You know that feeling. Yeah. It's good. I um, love it too. I really am so glad we got to sit and talk about this. Me too. Thank you for thinking of it and thank you for letting me speak to it. You're welcome. This is important. It is important. Apparently. Stuff. It is. Yeah. It is. Deep ramifications and stuff. Oh, man. I'm going to look at this. There's anything else to say? Like, we covered so much. Did we? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to ask? No. I I think this is like, my rustiness is like, how do I end? It's just absolute gratitude to you. Mm, Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Gratitude to you who's listening and just like, keep on keeping on. Like, go team fun. Go team fun. (laughs) 